downtown pharmacy. And Near Me Furniture in downtown Logan presents What's Your Opinion? On WVOW Radio and online at our website, WVOWradio.com. The show's yours. I'm all yours. I'm by myself. I told Mike Collins to take it on the hills. Get on out of here. It's the solo hump day edition of What's Your Opinion? Myself, Aaron Stone, in the uh, in the studio here on on uh, luxurious Man, uh, Main Street here in uh, downtown Logan. 304-752-5080. 304-752-5081. And we are, and of course we do, uh, we talk about anything. Nothing's really off the table. We don't do slander. We don't do uh, libel, which I, I don't even know why I say that. Libel is written. It's the written form of slander. Uh, we don't do axe grinding. We don't do gotcha stuff. We just do plain, simple, all-American opinion. On WVOW, and the, you have the phone numbers there. We'll give them out periodically throughout the show. And uh, we'll talk about whatever you like, within reason, obviously. We have a caller online now, so, uh, of course, I probably, all this morning, I probably could have gotten the machines ready here to take a phone call. All right, just a, just a, a few seconds there of uh, setup, and I think we're ready to take this call now. Again, the number is 304 752 Let's get to this call right now. Good morning. You're on What's Your Opinion? Oh, I actually got to hit the button on it. All right. Good morning. You're on What's Your Opinion? Hi, this is Emily from um, Nybert United Methodist Church. Oh, good um, morning, Emily. Good morning, Aaron. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know that this Wednesday we are starting earlier we usually start at 5, and we're starting at 4.30, um, starting this week and until, you know, further notice. Mm-hmm. And we give out the community meal, a hot meal, and the fresh produce and whatever else we have. And that's going to start this evening at 4.30. I know uh, usually been starting... Uh, five, five thirty, something like that. But we're starting at four thirty uh, from now until at least uh, this uh, daylight savings thing kicks back in in the spring. Yes. All right, very well. So, what's on the spit tonight over there? What are we having for dinner? Well, I haven't um, gotten that far yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine thirty a.m. Calm down, Aaron. We're still we'll on breakfast sure, time here. Okay, we'll so. make sure we get you a dinner. Yeah. Well, I, you know, if I if I have the chance to place an order, I'll probably will. But uh, you know, it's a great yeah. great thing that's going on over at Nybert. Of course, that's my church, uh, Nybert Memorial United Methodist Church over in Logan. It's just across the tracks on Cole Street. Every Wednesday, four thirty. They have a community dinner. Everyone is welcome. And as uh, Pastor Brad says at Nybert, uh, everyone's welcome at the Lord's table. That's right. Well, thank you very much for calling in, Emily. We appreciate you, and uh, God bless you, and keep up the good work. Thank you, Aaron. You too. Bye. 
And of course, I'll try to make my way over there at some point. I like to, I'm one of those, uh, I don't like to do the heavy lifting. I like to do the little, little bit of the, little bit of the light stuff, you know, after a long day of sitting on my keister and talking on the radio, I kind of need to take it a little easy when I'm, when I'm going and, and, uh, doing my, uh, doing my volunteer work. I never can remember what buttons to push on this, on this phone in here. I'm always guessing. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the community dinner at Nybert Memorial United Methodist Church this evening starting at 4.30, and we'll continue to start at 4.30 through uh, the rest of the year into uh, spring of next year. Got a few things that came in this morning. Uh, if you're looking to get a vaccine shot, Logan Regional Medical Center, they're doing them today, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock, in the OB waiting room at Logan Regional Medical Center uh, 12 years and up, you can get your first dose, you can get your second dose, you can get your booster dose, you can get all your doses at Logan Regional Medical Center every Wednesday, 2 to 5 o'clock, and uh, you can make an appointment. You can even make an appointment. You can call 304 no, 304-239-8090. I'm, I'm so quick at giving out the numbers here for the station. I almost, almost had you call up here on What's Your Opinion to make your appointment for your vaccine shot. So if you're Wanting to get vaccinated or you wanting to get your second shot or you wanting to get your third dose, uh, definitely uh, give Logan Regional a call. Plus, Logan Regional is going to be uh, conducting a job fair on Tuesday, November 16th at Chief's Roadhouse at the Fountain Place Mall. This is a, uh, this is a, a free food event, uh, but it is uh, most importantly a job fair for Logan Regional Medical Center. Uh, looking for RNs, LPNs, CNAs. So you can uh, go over there on uh, Tuesday, November 16th, 11 a.m. until 3 o'clock that afternoon. And, of course, they'll have free food for you. And uh, and they, they'll have good free food for you over at uh, Logan Regional Medical Not to say that they don't have good free food over at the United, uh, Nybert United Methodist Church in Logan. I know the cook. She does pretty good over there. I know all the cooks over there. They all do pretty well. So 304-752-5080, 304-752-5081 are the numbers to call if you want to be on the show. We have about 20 minutes left in the program. If you'd like to get on, we'll talk about whatever you like. Uh, the um, I FOIA'd. I fo that's wrong paper. Hang on. Entertain yourself while I'm looking through papers. Uh, I FOIA'd some uh, documents uh, from the Logan County Clerk's Office. And I FOIA'd these during the Logan County Commission meeting on Monday. And, uh, you know, these are, these are public documents. They were presented to the, to the Logan County Commission. And these were documents concerning redistricting of the magisterial districts. I, 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 I FOIA'd them in my sloppy handwriting on a piece of notebook paper, passed it to the Logan County clerk, John Turner. Uh, and here we are Wednesday morning. The clerk himself showed up here, brought, brought him up here to me. I appreciate that. Uh, clerk Turner, always on the ball and always getting things done here in Logan County, uh, Logan County clerk, John Turner. So I'm looking at these documents and one of the documents I uh, FOIA'd 
is a West Virginia GIS Technical Center, West Virginia University. And that is the company that this memorandum of understanding uh, between uh, the Logan County Commission and G- GIS. This is the uh, this is the document. That's the point of contention for Logan County Board of Education President Jeremy Farley. He says that this wasn't on the agenda. Uh, for mon- uh, for the uh, October 25th meeting of the Logan County Commission. He says it wasn't on the agenda. He says that because it wasn't on the agenda, he says it's violation of the uh, open meetings law in, in West Virginia. And um, I thought I had my sound here. And I'm looking for it, and I don't know where it's at. So we'll just have to do without the sound for right now until I can figure out what I've done wrong. Uh, we have uh, in, in the studio with us, we have uh, uh, Brandon Conley. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, th- I, thought you had, I thought you were ready to go on the air. I'm so sorry. He's a, uh, oh, okay. I, I'm ready. I'm oh. as ready as I'm going to be. I oh. just, I saw you were alone, so I just uh, wandered in, just just to, for you know moral support, emotional support, whatever you needed. Well, I you know I appreciate that, and uh, you know, again, this is, um, you know, this this is a, a situation here with this uh, county commission thing and the redistricting. You know, Jeremy Farley, he obviously does not want. Uh, he doesn't want this redistricting done right now because he's going to be he's going to be running in that eastern uh, district, uh, which stretches from uh, Chapmanville all the way around the eastern side of Logan County down into Man, uh, and, and 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 some concerned citizens in Tridelphia, um, you know, they want to redistrict. They feel that uh, the district should align more with the municipalities. Or the two, the three major municipalities in the county. Uh, of course, we don't want to discount West Logan, Mitchell Heights, uh, but uh, you know the, the you know, this information here, the, this GIS um, a packet here, this memorandum of understanding. They they uh, they approved package C, and uh, this package is intended to deliver redistricted voting precincts and magisterial districts to the county voting precincts apportioned by registered voters while magisterial districts are appointed by census population. So it's $5,000 uh, spent to GIS in order to get some uh, maps made here for the commissioners to choose from. And uh, of course, Tridelphia residents and uh, Chapmanville resident, local businessman, uh, Richard Abraham, they want, they want this uh, done before the 2022 election. So I, I bring all this up because I'm, I'm sure there's some people listening right now. They're like, what do I care about any of this? Which is something that was absolutely told to me yesterday when I was told, why should I even care? Well, I mean, if you don't care, then you don't care. Who told you that? You worked very hard on this stuff. I, well, <laughs> I'm offended on your behalf that somebody said that to you. <laughs> well, I they was were just sitting here thinking, you're presenting all this now that I've come in as if. I'm going to have some kind of opinion or <laughs> anything insightful to say about it. Well, it's and just, I guarantee you, all I've done is read your news story. So I would just be repeating your right your news story back to you. Well, is- it's new. It's new. It's new material here that's been bestowed right in front of me here, mm-hmm. and I've got. Um, of course, we already have the map that uh, that Abraham is now taking credit for for making and and uh, having these Tridelphia residents delivered to the commission on October 25th 
We also have a new map uh, uh, that Rupi Phillips, Senator Rupi Phillips, he delivered to uh, the uh, commission on Monday. And, um, you know, this is a pretty, pretty good looking map here he has. I'm going to try to get that up on our, our website and up on our uh, social media platforms. And we have uh, 10,939 residents in the north uh, what would be the North District if this were made into the Magisterial Districts? Uh, 10,780 in the Central, 10,848. Pretty evenly distributed, if you ask me. Uh, as the code says, near, as near as possible. It's pretty close. So I'd I, I, I say to this person I was talking to yesterday, I told him, I said, well, if you don't care, then it's not important. But if you want to keep up on it and you want to know what's going on magisterial districts that decides uh your representation on the county commission it determines your uh representation on the logan county board of education so where these lines are drawn does matter of course if you don't care then it doesn't it doesn't matter it affects your life it does affect your life in some way whether you're aware of it or not so i'm posing it out there right now you, the listener, is this something that you think matters or do you not care? And if it matters, why? And if you don't care, why? I mean, it's a pretty simple question for today. It's an easy day. It's a Wednesday. It's middle of the week. So we'll do a middle of the week kind of uh, question. What's your opinion? Is this magisterial redistricting, is it really important? Is it something that needs to happen before the 2022 election? Is it something that needs to happen periodically? Is it something that needs to happen every 10 years with the census? Or do you just not care? You couldn't care less. I think it might be information overload for a lot of people. Just politics in general, especially this in-the-weeds stuff. Just maybe uh, paralysis by analysis is this sort of thing and also you always have a certain contingent of people who just say it's politics it's mm. all crooked it doesn't matter you know the deck stacked against this either way so uh, it's probably a combination of those two factors for people who just are not interested but it is you know one could make the argument your civic responsibility to be interested especially when this information is right there and accessible to you and you got a guy like Aaron Stone doing so much work and bringing it to you. Well. So uh, at that point, I don't know, might be a little bit of a civic responsibility to take a look and try to at least know what's going on. Well, you know, a person's individual feeling and what I do on it, it doesn't affect me any, uh, not that I'm aware of. But, uh, I mean, that's something that I thought was quite interesting in talking to a couple of friends yesterday. It's like, why, why should I even care? Why, why should I even uh, be rousted out of my rut of uh, indifference to, <laughs> to, to even care? And, and I'm not making fun. I mean, literally, that was what I said yesterday. They thought it was funny, so I figured I'd repeat it yeah. today. But uh, no, I, that's, that's my question. So what's your opinion? Is this redistricting? Is this something vitally important? Or is it just something for the birds? 304-752-5080. 304 304- Seven five two fifty eighty one. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more on What's Your Opinion. If you're looking for a new pharmacy, one call to Hometown Pharmacy is all it takes to transfer your prescriptions and needs. Hometown Pharmacy is now located in the old 7-Eleven building in Stallings. 
They offer COVID-19 testing and vaccinations, and they now have a brand new convenient drive-through so you won't even have to leave the comfort of your vehicle for your medications. And get this, they offer free delivery. Their name says it all. Hometown Pharmacy in the old 7-Eleven location at Stallings. Call 304-752-0082. COVID-19 affects all of us, and Near Me Furniture is no exception. After a month with no shipments, Near Me Furniture now has a sales floor full of furniture for every room of the house with trucks arriving weekly from their suppliers in North Carolina. Stop in and see the latest selection of beautiful furniture today. Near Me Furniture in the old Don Elkins Music location in downtown Logan, 304-688-9618. Words of Jeremy Farley from Monday's meeting. He's talking about uh, this uh, memorandum of understanding with uh, West Virginia GIS Technical Center. Uh, you know, this is a, a memorandum of understanding. Basically, it's a contract. They're going to pay the county's going to pay them five thousand dollars in order to come up with some maps in order to look at. And this is no guarantee that they're going to redistrict. Uh, this is just uh, you know, let's see what we have. Let's see what we feel about it. Let's get some public input. Let's you know, let's talk about it. Aaron Stone here. What's your opinion? Uh, we have Brandon Conley in the studio this morning, and we're talking about this redistricting. Well, I mean, that's not all we're talking about. If you don't want to talk about it, you can call talk about something else, but we'll talk about it until you call. You're talking about I am, yes. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I wonder what Mike Collins is doing right about now. <laughs> Not talking about <laughs> not talking about this, but then again, neither uh, am I. So. Right. So, uh, but uh, that's the what I've thrown out there this morning to uh, get people's input about this. Uh, what What do you got on your mind there, Brandon? Absolutely nothing. I'm saving everything for ask the attorney later. Oh yeah, ask the attorney coming on <laughs> at noon today with saving, Rob Kinzel. I'm saving all my charm, all my energy, and at least seventy five percent of my words for that show. <laughs> at least everything. Yeah, that's right. I'm sitting here just thinking of them now, thinking of ones to use. I about to say, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 uh, oh, rockin' Rob Kinzel there. He's not exactly, a, he's not exactly a rattler. It's not like you really gotta, you really gotta pry your way in on the Rob, conversation. Rob is, uh, he's very, very uh, deliberate in the way that he speaks, just like any intelligent person. But I, I wish we could have Rob in the studio because uh, it's supposed to be a call-in show and uh, it's not as fun when it's not a, I mean it's still fun. I mean Rob's great and Rob by the way does not need a host on that show. He could uh, do it all by we could just pod him up on his phone and it would probably be better. But uh we'd love to have him in studio again because it's a lot more fun when you actually have calls on the air and we can't do that obviously with him on the phone. So hopefully that'll be happening uh, sometime no. shortly. And we had just we had just started using the Facebook Live and all that stuff mm. that might as well be magic wizardry to me <laughs> so we were, ju we were just about to get into that and then uh we had to to cease normal operations again well we had those uh we had those cases go up uh, dramatically there at the uh, beginning yeah. of october end of september yeah and didn't didn't even we just haven't haven't gone back to that yet i believe I mean, who was the last person we had Hmm. In here might have been Daryl from the college. Daryl Taylor, right? Uh, uh, I think he probably person. was the last person we had. We had just opened up back up to yeah. 
have uh, guests. And uh, right now, right now, uh, COVID cases are, are, are standing at uh, 88 uh, active cases in the county. So, uh, you know, with that that in mind, I mean, maybe uh, maybe here soon, maybe we will uh, lift that restriction on the studio. But here's my thing. Uh, you know, this is something that has been uh, back and forth, back and forth. It seems like to me, we're looking at like these two month cycles here mm-hmm. uh, of, of this virus. It, it goes up, it peaks, it comes back down. Two months go by, it goes back up, it peaks, it comes back down. We got Thanksgiving coming up a couple of weeks. Yeah, and and it, predictably it'll go back up then. But uh, I call it the COVID hokey pokey. How <laughs> numbers go up, and then we change our behavior based on the numbers mm. going up, and then the numbers come back down, and we change our behavior again based on that. Uh, with you know neither of those things really telling us much of anything. It just means we've done the right things for a few weeks, and then you know we stop doing it. Mm. But I mean, here we are, two years out. At, at some point, you, you've got. I mean, I don't know. At some point, we got to get on with our lives normally. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's a lot easier. It was a lot easier, I think, to get upset about that stuff early on. But now, two mm. years on, you know, it's it's a little more difficult to get upset at people for uh, going out and living their lives, especially with vaccines and everybody. It's almost. I don't want to say ubiquitous, but it's getting there or as close as it uh, might end up being. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah, at some point, uh, we got to just do our thing, I guess, right? What what point is that? I don't know. Got to um, keep on keeping on. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's a certain percentage of vaccinated people, because clearly, you know, it is the unvaccinated people who are are, are dealing with the, the, the severe issues from COVID, clearly. According to so, the official numbers, you are correct on that, but... As as since the beginning of this uh, outbreak, we, what we need to keep in mind, there's a, those numbers are not accurate because there's a lot more people out there who get it that didn't seek treatment or sure. didn't get yeah. tested, didn't become official. So, oh, when you start pulling on threads, I mean, the whole <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you start pulling threads, the whole sweater comes apart, right, doesn't it? Exactly. So, yeah. But we're down to 88 cases, so maybe we will uh, right now. Maybe we'll, we'll see what happens with Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, it's a it's a shame that we do have. Well, I shouldn't say it's a shame we have Thanksgiving come up. That's a great time. Uh, be thankful and uh, and all that and all that good stuff. But uh, what I'm saying is, it's a shame we have a holiday coming up. And you know, being you know at the end of November here, you know that that's going to that's just going to rocket everything up. They're already talking about record travel on sure, airplanes yeah. and everything else. And I like that the COVID hokey pokey. You put your mask on. You take your mask off. Right. I mean, it's kind of gallowsy humor because there's obviously nothing funny Do a little about, dance the, about the virus. But uh, two years on, again, at some point. Um, COVID fatigue, know. I think is what fatigue, they're calling it. Right. You know. uh, back to the numbers where you're saying, I mean, like we're talking about pulling threads on the numbers. I just that made me think about this, this census story that I heard on ABC a few weeks ago mm-hmm. where they said, uh, so the results are in and we know how accurate the 2020 census was. And we know that uh, it was more accurate than we expected it to be. And we only missed so many people. And I'm thinking, how do you know how many people we missed when the point of the census is to count the people? What is, do you have a super oh. census that occurs afterwards? You have the census and then you have the super census where we figure out precisely, you know, by some mathematical arbiter in the sky, exactly how many we missed. So with numbers, you know, I understand some of the... Uh, the hesitancy to trust numbers sometimes because when you start thinking of, I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying, you know, when you start thinking about that kind of stuff, how do they know how many people they missed in the census? What does that mean? 
And that's, that's, and I'm sure they've got some, you know, uh, witchcrafty way, of, you know, mathematical <laughs> witchcraft way. Witchcrafty. You've witchcraft got those math senses. math magicians, as I call, instead of mathematicians, math magicians. Well, you know, I think you, I think you bring up a very good point because the fact is, if you know how many you missed, then why didn't you count them? Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm saying they've got like a post yeah. post census that comes through and is actually more accurate than the first. Good morning, girl. What's your opinion? Good morning. You guys are very interesting today. It's great to hear your voices. Oh, thank you. Go ahead. Uh, well, well, first off, on this census thing, how can they come up, and they don't come up with a precise number, they come up with a good estimation of how many they've missed. And I'm, I'm surprised that their methodology would baffle you. Uh, I, I mean, it's amazingly simple. They oh, simple things census. baffle me, Tim. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, me too on some things. I have to admit that's true. But I don't this was pretty that. easy. They, you know, they, they do an audit. They, they spot check. What they do is they, they'll just take an area that they've got the census numbers on. Then they'll send some other more specified bean counters in who will actually do a, a much more intense census attempt and find out how many people are actually in that, you know, say it's a magisterial district or a county or whatever. And so they can come up with a pretty good number of how many they've missed with the general census, you know, and of course it's not precise. That's not the word to use. These are always mm-hmm. going to be an estimation, but they can get come pretty close to learning how many people were missed simply by auditing various areas. And they'll do that. Uh, the census people do that. That's what they do in between the ten years. You know, mm-hmm. the census is only every ten years, and yet the the, the big count every ten years. The yeah. big count, but they're still doing things for the other nine years of that period. Oh, and of course. One of those yeah. things is they will send very good teams into areas and double check the census. Actually, go in with a much more intensive effort, more boots on the ground you know, more scrutiny to find out exactly how many people are in, say, that county or whatever area they choose, and then compare that with the, the big census. And they can get, you know, they'll do that in several different areas because of different population densities and things like that, different markets and so on. And this gives them a pretty good idea of what they've missed. Well, and and, and I under, we understand where you're coming from, but what we're talking about is from you know, your average person's point of view. I mean, like I said, we were, I was talking to somebody yesterday, rather intelligent individual, but they even said, this magisterial, why should I care? You know, it, it, there seems to be an indifference that some people have. And so they hear, well, we know how we, we have an about number of how many we miss. Oh, why didn't you count them? If you missed them, you know, you missed them. But I, I appreciate you kind of uh, ironing that out, though. Yeah, that's kind of a superficial, uh, uh, a superficial estimation, and and you know if you really think about it, they can figure it out. And and you know it is unfortunate. There are a lot of people who are very, uh, uh, laissez-faire, hands-off on the uh, politics thing, and 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 that's a terrible discredit. You know, that's uh, one of the most important duties of a citizen is to be well informed and then to, to act on that. So I I would encourage everybody to stay on top of that kind of thing. That's that's one of the duties we have. We should be paying attention. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and I, an, yeah, I another do. thing and I, I, I want to end this up. I do have a very good compliment for you guys, but for another thing, don't call it the hokey pokey shuffle. I think your use of language there uh uh trivializes it. Uh, well, know, I said, Tim, is- I said uh, that, you know, this has been going on for two years. At some point, there is a little bit of fatigue. And I said right after I said it, I said, you know, and I hate to to make light of it because it is this extremely severe thing. But, you know, tons of people have died I, and I'm not doing that. Right, right. Well, it's just, it's know, a way of describing I, I mean, a pattern of behavior. That's all it is. And it's it's a, it's, a, it's describing a pattern of behavior of living people. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Well, you know, uh, the thing about it is it's, it, it is going to be cyclical in nature. History shows us that. You know, the uh, pandemic of 1918, the last surge that they, you know, that they classify as a surge was, I believe, in fall of 1921. So, you know, it's, it's very reasonable to expect two to three years of a cyclical, a cycle of it coming and going as the various mutations come out. But the, the answer is indeed vaccination. Now, it's, you know, I, I understand a lot of people want to, quote, live their lives. And that's very simple. You get a vaccination. Same thing with smallpox. Same thing with polio. Uh, you know, we have had vaccine mandates for children for decades you can't go send your school, your children to school in West Virginia unless they get a series of 11 vaccinations. Mm. And that's, that's the way it should be because we've gotten smarter over the years and realized that vaccinations are the key to eradicating these diseases. I mean, who do you know that's had smallpox lately? Who do you know that's had polio? These things work. And all we need to do to beat COVID is to have people get vaccinated, get the booster shots. You know, I remember, I don't know if you guys do or not, but, you know, I went to school, uh, elementary school over in Wayne County, and I clearly remember multiple times from first to sixth grade, we didn't have preschool, we didn't have kindergarten, I'm an old guy. We didn't have any of that kind of stuff. You started school in first grade, and I remember multiple times through that one through six elementary school when we would line up. And they would—they didn't jab as much. They had a uh, air gun that they used to blast the vaccination in, and and I mean there would be no, uh, there would be no I don't want it for this reason or that reason. They would come to the classroom and you would line up and you would get it. Because right. Otherwise, Tim, you're going to have to wrap it up. We got another caller wanting okay. to get to right. before well, you we get have off. a great day. Thank you very much. Thanks for enlightening us. When I said there was no uh, magic arbiter in the sky, I completely forgot about our friend uh, Tim. So I apologize for saying there is a magical arbiter in the sky. All right, we got one more call. We're going to bring him on. Uh, Reverend Pollard, we'll give you 60 seconds here. We've got to wrap the show up. Well, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're on. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad you brought up the topic. The reason we care and try to help is because when you can go back to a specific, specific point in time and a specific political move that was executed and since that move happened in 93 or thereabouts your community has been unable to elect a representative on the county commission because of the redistricting gerrymandering that took place and then as mr abrams said in the meeting and i thank him for his boldness to come forward and his humility to come forward to set the record straight he even admitted he was a part of what took place that gerrymandered Tridelphia, but now he's trying to right the wrong and the injustice that doesn't allow a representative from Tridelphia to be able to get elected. And as I said on yesterday, or day before yesterday at the meeting, it's uh, a very almost impossible the way the system is structured for someone from Tridelphia to run in a legitimate race and become a member of the county commission because of gerrymandering. Mr. Abrams said he was a part of it. He's setting the record straight, and I thank him for his humility and his boldness to come forward. And when you look at that, it's been almost 30 years since Mr. Jack Robertson, who was the last elected official to the county commission from Philadelphia, there's a direct correlation between what happened when that redistricting took place and why we no longer are able to elect someone from Tidy after in a fair race.
to the county commission. And uh, we believe that they have the information, GIS or not. GIS is about geographics. It's not about numbers. The numbers that you just quoted, the 10,000 numbers, which are almost as equal as it's going to get, that's as good as it's going to get. And they have that information. This decision can be carried out by the county commission with the information they have. There's no need to kick the can down the road. There's no need to try to run the clock out on us in Tridelphia so that this election cycle can pass without action being done. They have everything they need to do. And we in Tridelphia, we are anxiously awaiting on November the 18th, that next meeting, uh, they should have a decision made, GIS or no. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you later when we can talk longer. Thank you very much, Reverend Pollard, again. As he said, the clock's running out, and the clock's running out on us. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back, wrap the show up right after this. If you're looking for a new pharmacy, one call to Hometown Pharmacy is all it takes to transfer your prescriptions and needs. Hometown Pharmacy is now located in the old 7-Eleven building in Stallings. They offer COVID-19 testing and vaccinations, and they now have a brand new convenient drive-thru so you won't even have to leave the comfort of your vehicle for your medications. And get this, they offer free delivery. Their name says it all. Hometown Pharmacy in the old 7-Eleven location at Stallings. Call 304-752-0082. Near Me Furniture in downtown Logan is the Tri-State's best kept secret when it comes to quality furniture with amazing prices. Many people have a misunderstanding that Near Me Furniture is a rent-to-own store or used furniture store. That is not the case. They sell new furniture and do not rent. They offer 6 to 12 to 18 months, same as cash. Near Me Furniture in the old Don Elkins Music location in downtown Logan. 304-688-9618. Well, we're way over. Way over, Brandon. So we're going to have to wrap it up. Any final thoughts? I just, I think there are tons of baffling things out there that my simple brain are not going to be able to comprehend today. And I'm excited to get out there into the world and be baffled by them. Simple things. Well, we'll leave you with the last (laughs) word on that. Uh, For for Brandon Conley, I'm Aaron Stone. You've been listening to What's Your Opinion on WVOW, your hometown radio station.